Hey guys, and welcome back to Rebel Hearts. This is episode 53, and today, as promised, as I said yesterday, Pat is back. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> He's doing his best pheromone impression right now. Oh, you don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> you do that too well. Maybe you should be a stand-in I for pheromone. <laughs> She's quaking. Um, I had mentioned yesterday I made an episode that was kind of like a one-off episode about um, mental health and where I was at and about the book that I was writing and all of that stuff. So if you guys are interested, that I posted yesterday. Um, I had mentioned that I didn't know what Pat and I were going to talk about today. And to be completely honest, I still don't know what we're going to talk about today. But we're going to go with a couple of things that we have um, sort of planned and see where they go. Because that's how we do things around here in these parts. So, does anyone really know what they're doing? No, no, no. Um, so the Oscar nominations came out a couple of weeks ago. Yay, award season! Oh, gotta love award season. It's like everyone hates them, but also everyone still watches, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I just feel like every award season it gets a little more special. <laughs> like, well, at least Bruno Mars couldn't have been nominated for anything. Well, and yeah, and also they uh, they fired Kevin Hart from hosting the Oscars. So thank God. I know first year without an Oscars host, I think ever. Oh, they're not doing a host at all. I don't. That's what they say. But like, I don't even know how how they go about that. But then I was thinking, I was like, literally any. Like, they could just look around the room and be like, hey, you, like, come present this. Like, literally everyone there is an actor. <laughs> like, that's what the point of the show is about. Gritty should just host the Oscars. Who? Gritty. Who's that? You don't know Gritty? What the fuck is Gritty? Is that, like, that's the Triumph ma- the Comic Dog? <laughs> it's the fucking mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers, you uncultured swine. You've I'm, never I'm, seen I'm, Gritty? I'm, I'm gay. I don't. Why would I know that? <laughs> like, because. Do you think I want to look like I watch sports? I haven't watched a single sport in what you don't know who Gritty is. Anyway. No, 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 no. We're not no, 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 no. This is not one of those cutaways. I'm usually all for the cutaways, but you do not know who that bundle of fur oh, is. Oh, I've seen a meme of him. <laughs> Gritty's the biggest meme. Yeah, all right. Okay, I love that I fuzzy get... orange son of a bitch. Anyway, now we can anyway. <laughs> so I Anyway. I, I mean to be honest, like I was telling you that story about Aubrey Plaza. Um, I'll tell it again. Aubrey Plaza went on Conan O'Brien and I don't watch Conan O'Brien or any late night TV shows, but um, I couldn't fall asleep and TBS was on. So Aubrey Plaza was the guest on Conan and she was talking about how this movie Border won Best International Film and she didn't know anybody that's ever heard of it, seen it, what have you. And um, she, she was asked if... Um, she wanted to do a screening for like 60 of her friends and she said hell yeah find me a theater and let's do it so basically they went into the theater and they're like we don't have the movie and she's like what do you mean we don't have the movie and they're like we don't have the movie so then finally after like 45 minutes they're like oh we got the movie so she's like great and then the movie still wasn't playing so then she had Nick Kroll and Fred Armiston who was in the they were in the audience and she had Fred Armiston pretend to be the director of this movie that nobody's ever seen. It's some Swedish film that she really likes. And Nick Kroll was like asking him questions. And Fred Armiston is in like this Swedish accent pretending he's the director. I love of Fred Armiston. He can literally do nothing wrong in my eyes. I love him so much. He's so fucking funny. So the two of them are just like bantering on for like a half hour. And then finally they're like, we, the movie's going to come on. And then Suspiria came on. And then halfway through they put on Border. But anyway, my whole point of that story was you could literally grab anybody from the audience and host. Yeah, really. If Fred Armiston can pretend to be a Swedish movie director, I think that somebody can host the yeah. Oscars. They <laughs> just fucking throw Meryl up there. Like, just. Uh, <laughs> do you think Meryl would even want to do it Wait, at this point? But it's like, you know, they were going to, if they didn't hire Kevin Hart, they were going to hire somebody from that whole pool of people who like show up to the Oscars anyway. So like. Literally, just pick anybody. Give them like a couple bucks. Like, <laughs> it's really not like that hard. Gaga would probably do it. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I, that's yeah. She would. You're right. She, she, she absolutely she would. would in a second. She she would get up there and start crying and say, "This this moment, you know, there there could be a hundred people in the room, but you know, all it takes is just one, and you know, 
<laughs> the, this Oscars is that one. <laughs> there could be a hundred relevant people in the room, but only 99 of them but, uh, were yeah. asked to host. Yeah. And it just took me, that it one person, that to one do it. That was me. Uh, all right. All right. Spe- I, <laughs> speaking of Lady Gaga. There was nine minute montage of her saying that on that press tour. I know. She needs to... Sh- I feel like as she gets older, like she's getting less and less self-aware. <laughs> like, she's younger than 30. <laughs> she's definitely in her 30s. Is she in her 30s? <laughs> yeah, she's like 32. Oh, God. Anyway. But like she's just, she's living in Gaga world, you know? Like I love her. She could literally do nothing wrong in my eyes. We're not like, even living in Gaga's world. No, no. She's on her own. She's on her own planet, it. planet Gaga. Oh, God. I hope there's air and water there. Yeah, but anyway, she is... Gaga's nominated for Best Actress. Woo! Is this Best Actress? No, well, we have on, to go in order. I know. Well, I just want to say we're talking about her already. Well, her, and so is her film, A Star is Born, if, if anyone doesn't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the movie. Um, but It's that movie. We're going to go in order here like we always do. We've, we did this last year, and um, people didn't hate it, so we're going to do it again. <laughs> Who cares? It's our show. Well, we did it after the Oscars last year. Remember, we did it after all all the people won. Yeah, that's true. I don't even remember. Anyway, that that episode's called the end. The Oscar goes to. So I'm assuming that we did it after. <laughs> I don't know. A time is. I, I feel like I've had this podcast for like eight years. It's really been two years, but whatever. Onward and upward. Best picture. We got really good nominees for best picture let me tell you we got black panther which that movie came out like 10 years ago how are we still nominating it right i feel like it came out like multiple years ago it came out in 2017 it was just in theaters for that long you think no wait i'm lying it came came out 2018 i think came out in 2018 oh my god but i feel like it's been out for so long i don't understand 2018 yeah anyway i mean i'm all for it i love black panther and it deserves everything in all of the greatness in the world yeah so black panther black klansman i know uh, i've talked about it i've talked i think i talked about it too we loved that movie love it great film based on a true story like that um yeah no we don't always like that remember we were talking about well yeah we were talking yeah. about when it's done right <laughs> yeah i mean i was this way it was i was so amused the the last part of that movie when he's on the phone Oh. <laughs> and he like reveals himself yeah oh my god that was the classic in cinema history well also like the last part of that movie where they like drew the parallels to what's going on now i was like shit oh that was really really yeah. fucking like upsetting. they they went there but you know it's i'm glad they did because it's something that needs to be seen and something that needs to be understood it was it was very relevant too it was hard yeah. sitting in that theater and just you know looking around and i'm like shit this is real yeah it's real life we live we live through that so i feel like black klansman might not win only because of all of these strong contenders but i definitely think it deserves the recognition uh bohemian yeah. rhapsody oh. 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 <laughs> all right <laughs> okay um oh everyone's gonna want us to elaborate on that that's we did uh, that's, that that's, was the that's all i have to say about it me and pat tend to not gravitate towards the movies that everybody was obsessed with and neither one of us saw bohemian rhapsody mm-hmm. and well, yeah it's not that like i don't you know i do love like blockbusters and stuff and big budget films and i think you know like some of like the best movies ever released were like these massive budget like huge films i just think that you know i'm not sure if this one deserves all of the award uh, awards and recognition and recognition it's getting i don't know well we wouldn't know because we didn't see it i know that's true who am i to say anything so yeah we can't really say we loved or hated it or how we really feel about it it's just you know it wasn't on my list of all i can say is that 100 percent of the time when i'm at a, a straight bar someone plays bohemian rhapsody and that's all I got to say about it. Well, we were talking about how the straights are a mess anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're terrifying. Does that even need to be said? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a nice reminder. Yeah. And then The Favorite, which I saw and I was telling Pat about. Um, Chad and I saw it. And the director is a director that both Chad and Pat are very familiar with. I was not because 
I'm uncultured swine. And um, he made a film called The Lobster, which Pat the was talking lobster, about. Yeah. I heard the premise was just insane. Yeah. It's basically about people who have to find like their soulmates or else if like if they don't like they turn into an animal. <laughs> it's, that's he like that's it. That. Yeah. Chad was saying that and now it's coming back to me. Yeah. But the favorite was really good. Um, if you've talked to anybody that's seen it, they've probably told you that the ending makes zero sense and nobody can figure it out. Chad and his uh, fiance were trying to look up anything for the ending and they just got really confused and letterboxd just yeah. didn't deliver. <laughs> I feel like this could be the the favorite of it might be. Yeah. I mean, look at the cast. The cast was incredible. The cast was incredible. I think overall, like the production and everything was incredible. It had it had great talent on both sides. Yeah, right, absolutely. You know? um, yeah. Roma. I didn't even know about that movie. That is a Netflix film, I think. Really? Yeah. Um, let me. I think it's about. I I've heard a lot about it. I've heard mixed. I've heard mixed things. I've heard that some people say it's like the greatest movie you know of the decade. That some people said they don't understand it. Some people said that it was a little boring, honestly. Hmm. But yeah, I think it's a Netflix produced film, mm-hmm. and it's basically about it's a young domestic worker for a family in the middle class neighborhood of Roma in Mexico City. And it's just kind of, it's like this uh, love letter to like the middle class working people of Mexico and um, how like, like, I guess like the guy in it, it's like was raised by one of these women and kind of just a, uh, I don't know, an ode to them. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I think it's definitely very timely, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, in 1970s Mexico City, two domestic workers help a mother of four while yeah. her husband is away in an extended period of time. It got a 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. Good for yeah. them. And it is a Netflix produced and Netflix released film. So it wasn't in theaters. Interesting. Yeah. So that's that's it's interesting to see how like what we're moving towards, you know, like this doesn't really happen. <laughs> you no. know, this is the first time this is really happening, like where we're nominating films from streaming services. But, you know, they're great films. Like, just because the platform changes doesn't mean the quality or content does. It's just, you know, it's the way we watch it. It's different. You know, yeah. we, don't watch, we don't watch it in, like, these massive theaters anymore. We watch them at home on our TVs. It's intimate. It's, it's, it's intimate. Um, Green Book was also nominated. Um, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about that movie. I didn't personally see it. I heard that it was just good idea, bad execution. It had a 79 on Rotten Tomatoes, though, so that's not bad. Mahershala Ali. It's my man. He's the hot ticket right now. He's in True Detective. He's, he's great. Yeah, and he won an Oscar. Oh, good for him. Uh, for Moonlight. Oh, duh. Mm, wig. <laughs> uh, a Star is Born. Oh, God. I don't know if I've <laughs> mentioned it on this podcast before, but unpopular opinion, that movie just took way too long to get to the climax, and it was two hours of my life for something that i knew was going to happen i do i do kind of i do agree you know i think that it was a fantastic i think it was a great movie i think especially for a first time director and writer it was great i think honestly lady gaga pulled that movie together and she was basically like the the glue (laughs) or like beyonce was supposed to be in it oh god listen Honestly, Beyonce is not that great of an actress, but like, I love, no, listen, I think, you know, I love Beyonce. I think, but like, I think Gaga did a better job yeah. than Beyonce would have done, to be perfectly yeah. honest. I yeah, think that yeah, yeah. Gaga all around is just an incredible, yeah. perf- I think she's just made to entertain. I mean, she's an she all is, around yeah. package. Beyonce is just an incredible voice yeah. and an incredible person. But I, and, well, that's the, the one thing I tell everybody, like when they ask me about a star is born, I always tell them like. I really enjoyed watching her and I could watch her for hours. I really could like watching her act and watching her sing. Like she just, she really like truly embodies that star quality that a star is born has always been about, whether it's like Judy Garland or Barbara Streisand, you know, like, so like she is like, she is up there with them. You know, like I, I'm like, you know, Gaga people are going to be talking about her for years and years and years. You know, she's already become like this icon and now she is kind of following the footsteps of these old Hollywood actresses, you know, going from music, making the crossover to film. She really is just like all around a 
an entertainer. She's just got it all. Yeah. And then lastly, for Best Picture, Vice was nominated. Um, no thanks. Yeah, it got a 66 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's all I needed to know. I Moving on. Yeah. Best Director, um, Alfonso Cuaron, which was Alfonso the... Alfonso Cuaron. There you go. See, I am just really white. Yeah, I'm um, pronouncing any of these. <laughs> uh, I haven't pronounced a single thing correct all day. So um, he directed Roma. Oh, I'm not even gonna. You know that. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yes, he directed the favorite. Yeah. Uh, Spike, Spike Lee. Spike Lee. I could have read that one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've read a book in the past year and a half. That I makes know, one of us. <laughs> I'm not that illiterate. Um, he directed Black Klansman, as we all know. Uh, I Adam, could see him winning for that. Spike Lee? Spike Lee, yeah. Oh, for sure. In in this category, I think he's got it. Yeah, I think great jobs are acting that movie. That, and I think that he's one of the most, um, it hurts to say, but, you know, he's one of the most recognizable names in that. So I think that, you know, it's probably going to just go to him anyway. But it's well-deserved. That movie was incredible. Mm -hmm. Adam McKay for Vice and Powell. Powell Pawlikowski. Yeah, for Cold War. (laughs) That movie is not nominated for anything else except for best director i think <laughs> so. yeah, probably not yeah. uh best actress is um yulitza aparicia <laughs> for roma glenn close for the wife uh olivia coleman for the favorite lady gaga and a star is born and melissa mccarthy for can you ever forgive me which is a which, movie that i wanted to see yeah me too i wanted to see that so that, bad i think it came out at an unfortunate time i think it was overshadowed by a lot of films oh and definitely like, so like oh, it laid low at the box office did really bad but i really i do think melissa mccarthy is a super talented actress whether it's like comedy or drama so i think she's a star yeah ready to be born um honestly i think we can all agree that lady gaga has the cat it's if if anything is going to come down between glenn close and lady gaga i think this year and we could all agree that Lady no gaga way has i it. think that olivia coleman definitely has a decent shot her part in the favorite was incredible well i haven't seen you it you didn't yet, see so it I can't so. say anything well it's not my fucking fault. Maybe you should but, get on it. But we all know how the Oscars love to like go with like popular opinions. It's going to fucking so Lady Gaga. It's probably going to go to Gaga. Uh, moving on. Which <laughs> is not bad. She did. She deserves it, she I think. She did the damn thing. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Best actor. We got Christian Bale for Vice. I forgot he was in it, but now I'm recognizing mm-hmm. it because I'm looking at the photo. <laughs> Bradley Cooper <laughs> in A Star is Born. Uh, no. Willem <laughs> Dafoe. What? What? <laughs> I didn't know Willem Dafoe was still acting. All right, let's just say this this category altogether is a goddamn mess this year. I think Rami might get it for Bohemian Rhapsody because they're not giving it to Bradley Cooper. But also, before we move on, I just wanted to say this with Best Actress. I think I stand by this. I think Toni Collette was seriously robbed this year of her role in Hereditary. Everybody agrees. I think that it's disgusting that she was overlooked, and I think that it's awful that the oscars just overlook the horror genre completely and i think that's something that needs to change because horror movies were some of the best movies released this year oh absolutely i'm sick of them being like they're not real movies fucking you're gonna tell me bohemian rhapsody is <laughs> it's better than like hereditary oh, well i no. just lost half my listener base oh so thanks pat i don't care <laughs> <laughs> uh so best supporting actress we got amy adams in vice forgot she was in that I didn't oh even see them. <laughs> Honestly, I wanted to see. It I just didn't for see the most of these. <laughs> yeah, I we had a bad Oscar year. Pa- me, Pat, and Chad used to have this whole thing where the three of us were trying to see as many Oscar movies as humanly possible. And then this year, we just all dropped yeah. the ball. <laughs> I mean, last year I saw literally like I think I saw every Oscar movie. Yeah, remember when yeah. we did that episode? You saw almost every single one. Yeah, and the ones that you didn't see are the ones that I saw. Yeah, we're doing so good. I know. And well, then the- we became adults uh, it's also like this year is just like a lot of shit going on like honestly a lot of a lot of movies not a lot of great movies came out this year honestly no me and chad have just been seeing whatever because of uh, the um the amc list yeah. so you know we were just seeing whatever haven't seen a bunch of great ones let me tell you yeah but anyway we got amy adams we got marina del tavira tavira wow i'm even, I can't even read A's and O's. 
<laughs> but for Roma, Regina King. Yes, Regina King. She killed that role. I, I think love her. this this category is going to be the tightest. Yeah, because I hear between Rachel Wise and Regina King that both of them are like pretty. They're like neck and neck. I think. I think that people think that I could go to either of them. I. I think it's going to go to Regina King because she won the Golden Globe. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, again, I haven't seen the movies, but... She killed it, though. She yeah, really did. I hear that she, like, it was, like, her, the best performance of her career, so... When she came on the screen, I think Chad clapped, <laughs> and I think that he gasped, gasped yeah. as well. All right. And then Emma Stone, obviously, is obviously nominated for the favorite as well. Um, her performance wasn't know. as strong as Rachel's, but, you know, Emma Stone is yeah. somebody that we both really love and support. We love Emma. Love Emma. Best Supporting Actor, Marshala. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala. <laughs> wow, I should have seen that coming with all those H. The, all the H's confused me. You just me. gotta sound it out, honey. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's literally no time in life to sound things out. Uh, for Green Book, a movie we did not see. Adam Driver, his part in Black Klansman was so good. He was. He surprised me. I actually enjoyed watching him a lot. He was He was really good in that movie. He, yeah. he really did play a really good supporting actor. Mm -hmm. Sam Elliott in A Star Is Born. I uh, thought he was pretty good in that, honestly. I thought he was better than Bradley Cooper. <laughs> and he was. He definitely brought like Bradley Cooper. Would, oh, listen! Just because you put on a deep voice, it doesn't mean you deserve an Oscar. I can barely understand what the fuck you're saying. Because he was drunk the entire movie, Pat. Yeah, but not like actually drunk. He was acting. <laughs> His it's, it was still. Was drunk. Yeah, listen. I've seen many drunk people. I know many drunk people. I know many alcoholics, and they do not act like that. <laughs> It's a movie. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't think his performance was as strong as <laughs> Sam Elliott's. Sam Elliott was barely in the movie. I know, but when he was, he completely overshadowed Bradley in every scene. He did. <laughs> Do you know how, listen, I'm going to, I, I cared the least about Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born. You care, you care the least about Bradley Cooper in general. Listen, I don't hate him. I just think that like people name are blowing smoke up his ass. Name one thing Bradley Cooper's ever done that you didn't hate. I didn't. I don't hate him. I just he doesn't excite me. You know, what's wrong with that? Nothing. I agree. I, I can't think of a better response. But... I think he did a really good job for writing and directing his first film. Yeah. I think his acting in it was not on par with Lady Gaga's and Sam Elliott's. That's true. You know, well, he literally walks around and bumped into shit and then killed himself. I'm s oh, my God. I'm spoiler alert. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope that if that happens to me, that, you know, my performance is a lot better. Oh, my God. I, mean, I bump into shit all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I just, is my I, performance better than Bradley just saying, It's. I think there could have been more better more better I think, was, <laughs> I think there was better nominees although he did you know he did work very very hard on the film you know he was writer director i can't believe you producer. just spoiled the ending to a star is born so cut it out bleep it out i'm not gonna bleep it out Why everyone's not? already seen you, the movie so who cares then and it, well so since we spoiled the movie it took two hours of my life for bradley cooper just to commit suicide and then lady gaga tearfully sing about it and that was it that's what, that, that's what happened in A Star is Born. I don't care about anything else that happened. And everyone's like, oh, my God, the soundtrack was amazing. Okay, I don't doubt uh, that. But seriously, y'all need to broaden your horizons. Go see Black Klansman. Um, yeah. Richard Grant and Sam Rockwell were also nominated. But we so got too long of fun. I feel like Sam Rockwell has become almost... I'm not comparing him to Meryl Streep at all. I, they're not on the same level. That was a very odd comparison. <laughs> but like I'm, I am saying, like every year Sam Rockwell gets a nomination. You know, he's like he's basically nominated for every role. Okay, well Bruno Mars is nominated for every Grammy. Doesn't mean that that's a good thing. I know. No, I'm just saying like he's like filler. Yeah. You know? He's like they just they're like oh. We need one more spot filled. Yeah, there's Sam Rockwell in there. <laughs> or like Christian Bale too, you know? like I would love to be that in my life, a spot filler for a fucking Oscar. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'd like to be a lot of things. I'd like to be relevant too, but whatever. Anyway, so best original screenplay is uh, The Favorite, First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. Let me just tell y'all about The First Reformed. 
that movie had so much potential and i don't know what happened a third of the way through because i fell asleep (laughs) but the ending i woke up at like the worst time because so much shit had happened and i woke up to a very pivotal point in the movie and I, I, I couldn't tell you what happened. The, the should last we be advising minutes. on any of these if we haven't like we should, we haven't seen any of them? We're reading. You're, it. you're falling asleep to <laughs> them. I'm fuck, I'm saying that Bradley Cooper sucks. Like <laughs> this was the whole point of this episode was just to talk about it. Right. Listen, we are very well versed in film. Mm-hmm. We are experts. I do have I a have college a, degree. <laughs> I have a letterbox to count. Yeah, so yeah. Listen, you have an expensive piece of paper. I have an app. <laughs> We're very qualified to do this. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, the first reform could have been better. I'm upset. All Moving right. on. <laughs> Best adapted screenplay. All right. A Star is Born. The Ballad of Buster Sh- Scruggs. What is I, I've that? heard some differing stuff. On, it's like you know, it's a Western anthology film that's on <laughs> that's why Netflix by the Coen Brothers. Okay. Supposedly, it's like one of their best films. I again haven't watched it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> whatever. There's a lot of good TV shows on right now. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, Black Klansman. If um, Beale Street could talk, and could you ever forgive me? You guys know I love if Beale Street could talk, and I loved it so much that I pronounced the name wrong when I was talking about it. Oh, sis. Th- that movie was incredible. The cinematography, the styling, the story. Chad cried. Chad, if you ever listen to this, you you will attest to that. I know you will. Um, he cried like four times in the movie. It was it was amazing. It looks like a tearjerker, honestly. Uh, yeah, it was a tearjerker. I need to see it. I'm a huge I'm I'm a huge fan of Barry Jenkins. You're also a huge fan of crying during movies. I love. It's the only time. Yeah, it's the only time I actually do cry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty stacked category. Um, it's gonna go to A Star Is Born because what else is new? Uh, best makeup and hairstyling border which is the movie that i was talking about that aubrey plaza is a huge stan of mary queen of scots and vice why is there only three nominees is that the only costume only people put on makeup this year (laughs) um best costume design uh the ballad of buster scruggs black panther the favorite mary poppins returns mary queen of scots i think that the favorite might win just because of all of the um all of the costuming and makeup that went into that movie was just like very, very heavy. Um, I don't think Black Panther it'll really go to because I really feel like nobody really wore a lot of makeup. And oh, this is best costume oh, design. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, but anyway, I mean, I can see. I honestly, I feel like all these. Um, I don't think they'll give it good, to a, good contenders. So. I don't think they'll give it to a superhero movie for best costume. But in a way, I feel like they were. Yeah, I don't know. Black Panther did have some pretty cool costumes. So. Oh, Black Panther was so yeah. kick-ass. Best cinematography. Oh, Beale Street was not nominated. Who the mm. fuck makes these? <laughs> I that's what I've been asking for like the last five years. How the fuck did a star is born get best cinematography for a nomination? Are you kidding? I do, yeah, that you know, that cinematography was pretty ba- basic. Basic. It was. Wow. I'm not even gonna talk about the other nominees because I am upset. Uh, best original song. Oh my god! Is is Shallow on there? I, I'm not even gonna look. Yeah, it's no, right of course there. it's on there. Okay, well, Shallow's Listen, gonna win. Shallow slaps. <laughs> it's good. Shallow, you're using the word slaps in the wrong context. No, I know exactly the way I'm using it. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, <laughs> sweetie. That song does not slap. Listen, have you heard when she freaking belts that? That is not a uh, slap. Uh, <laughs> that is not a slap. That is like. Oh, it gives it's, just, it, it's my gay heart. It almost <laughs> If any if any other musician did that part, do you think that your gay heart would still sing? Hell no. It's because of her. <laughs> I stand by that. Yeah. Wow, you are so biased. So I know. <laughs> so it's not the ha ah, ah. No, it's her. It's her singing it. Come on. I, the part in the movie, I don't dispute. It's but but I'm, when I'm listening to it at work for the 80th time, yeah, no, it's oh, kind of old. Well, listen, just because it's overplayed at work doesn't mean it's not a good song. It doesn't slap. Mm-hmm. It does not slap. Maybe for you. Uh, <laughs> nothing slaps for me anymore. Uh, best original score. 
Black Panther, Black Klansman, A Feel Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. I saw Isle of Dogs. And it's amazing. I just didn't understand the score, I guess. But oh, I mean, I, I don't listen. I don't watch the movie for its music. I'll yeah, I was about say. to say. I, I, when I'm thinking about Isle of Dogs, it was a great movie, yeah. but I just don't think of the score as like me neither. Yeah, but that was a good movie. It was. That was another movie I feel like came out eight years ago. I know. We love Wes Anderson, though. Yeah. <laughs> Right, best like, documentary feature. Wait, what do you have against Wes Anderson? <laughs> no, I don't. Have, I don't have anything against him. I sometimes I do feel like his stuff falls into a little bit of cl- a cliche of his own self. <laughs> you know, I feel like he does become a cliche of himself. But I do think I I love. Well, what do I love? <laughs> I, <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll revisit that eventually. <laughs> best documentary film, uh, best documentary feature, Free Solo, which Pat, which um, Chad saw, and I've I've watched clips of that, and my heart <laughs> can't handle that shit. He said it was a lot. <laughs> it's um, it, it, you know what it's about? Uh, I don't remember. Can you just tell everybody? It's about this like the best free solo rock climber, which means free solo is when you climb when you climb without any protective gear or a harness. Yeah, this guy climbs el capitan which is like the mo- hardest most difficult bluff to scale in like the entire country free solo and that means he couldn't stop and it took him like six or eight hours to get up there holy shit and one wrong move dead come <gasps> just dead splat and yeah they made a documentary about it shit was fucking gave me like it took like three years off my life <laughs> Yeah, I remember Chet mentioned it, but I didn't remember what he said. Yeah. And then Hail Country This Morning, This Evening, Minding the Gap of Fathers and Sons and RBG. Uh, I saw none of them. Ooh, <laughs> so, best animated feature. Yes, Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, uh, Mirai? Mirai. Mirai. Ralph Breaks the Internet, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Let's go through this quick. Incredibles 2, not worth the hype, not worth the 11-year wait. <laughs> Isle of <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> We're getting real savage in all this right, category. Right. Isle of Dogs, incredible. Who doesn't love dogs? Yeah, Great. Loved it. Mirai, didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph breaks <laughs> Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, Unnecessary. Yeah. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I did not get to see it and I'm really I, fucking I, sad. I did hear a Spider Man was really good. It got like a ninety eight on Rotten, Rotten I Tomatoes. I just I feel like with Ralph Breaks the Internet, you can't just make a children's animated film about the internet and not Listen, the internet is not a child-friendly friendly place. Let's just say that. It's not even a friendly place for us, and we're 26 yeah. years old. You're going to call Ralph Breaks the Internet? You know what I think of when I hear Break the Internet? I think of Kim, Kim Kardashian. ass. Yeah, with the champagne glass on her ass, you know? like Yeah, but like so, 11-year-olds aren't thinking about that. I know, but it's just, it, it, it's just like an odd mix, you know? It's like a little weird. Because let's be real. What, we've, every, what everyone does on the internet... Is is not what that movie's about, you know? It's like it was literally yeah. he bought something on eBay for a lot of money and then made a YouTube account and tried to yeah. save it. It was just no, that movie was disappointing. I was the only one over the age of like eight that was in that movie or was not a parent. So I'm bummed I didn't see Spider Man. It's the Spider Verse. I heard it was a very important movie and I heard that it was awesome. So I hope that wins just for that. Best foreign language film. Um, oh, I did see one of these. I saw The Shoplifters. It was actually very good. Um, I was so tired from driving home. Well, not driving home. I wasn't home. I was. Um, I drove from West Virginia to Raleigh, and I was so tired. I had like three hours of sleep. So Chad took me to see The Shoplifters, and I unfortunately did fall asleep for like 20 minutes of that movie. But it was very good. I didn't know anything about it going into it, but it actually was very good. And um, Chad told me the parts that I missed. And 10 out of 10, I think you guys should totally see it. I can't recommend any of the other movies because I didn't see any of them. So unfortunately, I am just an uncultured idiot. Best sound mixing, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, and A Star is Born. Uh, They're just making up categories at this point. (laughs) These are the technical ones. These are, yeah, we don't really have Oh, I thought this was was the same thing. The same movies are nominated for Best Sound Editing. It's not like, these aren't too like The Best Production Design. Uh, Visual visual Effects. effects. We can talk about this for a hot second because I think I've I've seen all of these. Um, Mm. Avengers Infinity War, gonna win. Christopher Robin was the worst movie (laughs) (laughs) oh <laughs> Pooh bear oh my god that movie was so bad why isn't paddington nominated 
because Academy answer (laughs) (laughs) Academy please Paddington 2 um, where are you Um, no but Christopher Robin was one of the worst things I ever had to watch First Man I didn't see Uh, Ready Player One I also didn't see and Solo a Star Wars story Um, why they made that movie is beyond me it still makes me sad best film editing (laughs) Black Klansman Bohemian Rhapsody The Favorite Green Book and Vice these are all the same fucking movies best animated short uh, best live action short oh my god wow I really didn't see anything this year Holy shit, where, the, where have I been? Oh, that's it. All right. Oh, good. Oscar nominations. So done. those are the Oscar noms. <laughs> so A Star is Born. <laughs> so, yeah, it's basically <laughs> it's a, the, it's a fucking the 91st A Star is Born uh, Academy Awards. I really think that, uh, whatchamacallit, I think that Lady Gaga is just going to get up there just for just for the hell of it and just be like, okay, uh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's, yeah, it's every, for every category, she's just going to like walk up and be like, so I right. present everything. I present everything. I'm winning. I'm winning everything. <laughs> I'm going to perform too. She's going to do fucking <laughs> yeah. everything. Well, she is performing at the Oscars. so they, She should just host at that point. I know. Yeah. Um. So the Grammys have also happened. They've come and, come and gone. And uh, we'll just go through. Well, but wait, before we even go through the categories, let's just talk about them for a little bit the grammys yeah oh sure i have an unpopular opinion maybe oh i love that i think that this year's grammys i think that everyone there was a lot of controversy ghosts like about them and just around them you know you had kevin hart being fired because he wouldn't apologize formally for his uh past homophobic tweets you had ariana grande getting in a fight with the show's producer so she dropped out and this all happened like the Ari- the Ariana Grande thing happened like a week before the Grammys. But yeah, it was already like sh- shrouded in like controversy and people, I don't think anyone was expect- expecting them to be good, but the performances were actually really good. And like, I was surprised. Like I didn't really, I like caught like some of the winners, uh, you know, they're like, no one I like is actually ever going to win. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but the performances were good. You had Cardi B, who I thought did good for her first like major Grammy performance. She fucking did that. Her, her red carpet outfit was fucking incredible. She like she show no not a, nobody else was looking at anyone else on that red carpet when she walked it. She wore vintage vintage Thierry Mugler. Um, it was like an archive outfit called the Birth of Venus. Um, bitch looked great. Well, Sam's bringing it up right now. Oh my god, she looked. Uh, what is happening? So good. That is a good ass. Right, like that's how you show up to the Grammys. On your, that's how you show up. You know, like especially like if you're nominated, that's how you show up. She looks so good. Oh wow, look at that top. Yeah. Oh, there. Oh, okay. And then even even her performance pieces, like the, the, what she was wearing, was great because it was still Mugler, and like I, I love Mugler. That's I think so confusing. Is that a corset underneath? Right. It's a, a very suit? it's a very weird outfit. Like it it is. It's a, yeah. It's a corset, and then, and like then a it has like suit? a yeah, it has like a very like a skin tight bodysuit, and then it has like the nude gloves, like the pink gloves, and then like. It basically looks like she's like coming out of a flower almost, it's but it's like, like also like the birth, yeah, like the birth of Venus. It's like very feminine, very. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, but yeah, and then you had like so you had Cardi B performing, you had Saint Vincent teaming up with Dua Lipa, which is like the, the fu- like the fucking collab that nobody ever asked for, but like we, we needed. all needed. So sexy, so sensual. Both of them are beautiful women, like stunning. Um, and then you had Travis Scott, which was which was really good. Also, like he put on a great show. Uh, you had every you had like the Dolly Parton tribute, which was really good. Also, because Dolly herself came out. Dolly, <laughs> Dolly <laughs> made a tribute to herself, which is like very <laughs> Dolly Partonish. That's such a Dolly thing to do. Yeah, and they were just like you had Janelle Monae, who like busted it down like was very very prince like very cool but yeah like they were great performances this year gaga being herself <laughs> gaga being gaga yeah would she perform 
shallow <laughs> i i just wanted to hear you say it uh yeah uh that's i i haven't watched an award show in quite a long time i think i watched the mtv awards like last year but um i like just looking at the aftermath and reading about it and then having pat tell me about it and that's how we're able to do these episodes because you know we just kind of gather the information afterwards so we're just going to go through a couple things just because it's relevant because you know this episode is kind of just i um you know we're just having a conversation um album of the year casey musgraves won which i'm not surprised whatsoever uh yeah it, I, w- I would think it would be her ricardi you yeah. know song of the year this is america one yes 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 awesome but also can we talk about how him winning that he didn't show up either him winning that basically just reaffirms the message of that song which is crazy this song came full circle you know the song has a mind of its own i think oh yeah i think that song is bigger than childish gambino it's bigger than all of us even the the video alone yeah Oh my God, that's, I remember, I, I don't remember if we talked about it in person or if we did an episode about it, but I remember we were talking about the nominees and how like diverse they were and everything. Yeah. You know, we were talking about that. They're definitely getting more diverse. Like you even have like Teddy Geiger's nominated, who's yes. a trans woman. Yeah. Yeah. Teddy Geiger put out something this year? I guess so. It's up there. <laughs> well, I, I know Teddy Geiger, Teddy Geiger has also been um, kind of songwriting with other artists uh mm. she's been doing a lot with like sean mendez i believe she <laughs> yeah what did she i think she wrote in my blood with him she wrote something in for sean blood. mendez oh, i love that song so much mm. that boy guy. Uh, right that's that's, yeah it's basically sean hit me up we can take collab. your shirt off <laughs> uh, uh oh my god stop record of the year yeah this is america record one. of the year and song of the year but uh, yeah. but really just reinforces you know like we do look at african-american culture we use it for our entertainment we like and but you know when it comes down to actually concentrating and helping on african-americans in this country and like you know like trying to take on inequality and stuff like we don't do anything no but we'll get but like when they we'll use them as entertainment which is what that song's about you know and mm-hmm. i'm like damn he did that yeah. he really the guy's a genius he's a genius he's a fucking genius yeah um but definitely well deserved i think oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was the only one that we really cared about winning yeah yeah or at least i did Best new artist, Dua Lipa won. Um, I think that's well-deserved, too. I think it's well-deserved, but if you look at this category, none of these people are really new. Yeah, BB Rexa, next. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that was pretty <laughs> blunt. It's, it's just like, girl, you've been best. I feel like she's been best new art or just been a new artist for the last. I was listening to her back in 2012 and 13. Oof. She ain't new. <laughs> Who says she knew? I don't know. Apparently, the Academy. Yeah. But like uh, Georgia Smith, her. I think those are good ones. Georgia Smith. Oh my I god, love I love Georgia Smith. I actually had just um, heard about her a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and she's incredible. Very beautiful voice. Everybody yeah. should definitely check her out. She is on Spotify. Yeah. Definitely do it. It's she's got such an incredible voice. Best pop duo, uh, Shallow. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Uh, best rap album. They didn't give it to Mac Miller really listen i'm i'm this is gonna be very controversial not controversial but some people might have a problem with it i feel terrible for what happened to him i think it's a very sad thing and like he was very talented i don't think that because he unfortunately like passed away that like they are just you know getting give somebody a grammy because of that you mm-hmm. know it's i don't think it's i don't think it's fair to the other people in the category especially when i think like this album wasn't up to the caliber as like invasion of privacy well everybody knows how i feel about cardi b so we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that yeah that she fucking deserved it <laughs> i definitely think that I, I understand and agree with what you're saying about mac miller but if the album was as great as everybody said it was i think that it deserved at least you know something Everyone, I, that I didn't. That record was great. I see, I didn't. I didn't listen to it. He's never. I never listened to his music. I can't say anything. I yeah. do. I can say that she went against Daytona is a great album, mm-hmm. and Astral World's a great album. But like, you look at facts. Invasion of Privacy was the rap album of the year, and Cardi. You can't deny Cardi's like meteoric rise to fame. 
this was her year. Oh, this was Cardi's year. And like she threw a shoe at Nicki Minaj. She threw a sh- finally someone did. <laughs> Jesus. It fucking took long enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, but that's the thing. People pe- keep using shit like that against Cardi. Like she acts ghetto. Like she doesn't act like a lady. Cardi has always been that way. Cardi has been who she is unapologetically and that's why we love her and then all of a sudden she's she just does something that's herself and all of a sudden like you don't like it no listen let her be what she is like don't we don't we like get we abuse these celebrities sometimes to try to mold them into what we want them to be and look what happened to freaking britney spears because of it you know like you gotta let them be who they are and if you don't like them that's fine don't listen to them don't buy their music don't fucking like go on some like crazy ass rampage on the internet. Like <laughs> chill out. Oh my God. Best rap song, God's plan. Uh, we're not going to talk about Drake. Uh, best country album. And, well, can I just say one thing about Yeah, of course. All right. So when Drake accepted his award, people were like a little thrown off because he took the award and he said like, you don't need this award. No one needs this award. As long as people are buying your music and spending their money waiting out, waiting for you at your concert, you already won. And like, if people are singing your songs in your hometown, you won, which I kind of agree with, but also like, would you be saying that if you want? If exactly. You didn't win? Exactly. Right. Like if you didn't win, you'd be pissed. Yeah. So that's but the tea. We've already, we've already talked about, well, I talked about Drake in a couple episodes ago, uh, best country album, uh, Casey Musgraves. We're not talking about yeehaw right now. Yeehaw! Best rap, uh, best R and B album, her by her. I haven't listened to that one, but I hear Nor really good I. things. So Best alternative music album. I guess Beck won. There's no other. <laughs> okay. Oh, they, right, did they yeah. stop highlighting who won? I, I think they just are I listing think the just, winners now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go too much further because I just like talking about the main ones. Um, I know St. Vincent won Best Rock. Nice. Which I like. Uh, you know, I do really like that song. Best gospel album, Tori Kelly won. That's nice. All right. Go off, Tori. Uh, okay, sis. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think. Ah, best music video, This Is America. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, yes, finally. Mm-hmm. Oh. So everything that I wanted to happen happened. Best, oh, best pop, pop vocal. vocal. Yeah. Are you kidding? She wasn't really going against crazy competition this year. It wasn't like a big category. Yeah. And honestly you can't deny her vocals are on point oh always i'm just saying that like sweetener was such a subpar record sorry ariana grande and ariana grande fans but i agree everybody that everybody that listened to sweetener agrees that it was a subpar record yeah because she's such a talented artist and musician that you know thank you next was so much more superior and also like gaga has kind of dominated that court category for the last couple of years so yeah I'm happy for Ari. It's just like, uh, you know, I hope that she produces something better that actually deserves recognition. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so many categories. I know. Oh, Pharrell Williams won producer of the year. That's not shocking. Yeah. So that is the Grammys and the Oscars of this year. Woo. Woo. We did it. Um, Obviously, we are very good at um, knowing everything that's going on because we didn't watch... 80% 80% of the movies that are nominated for the Oscars. Yeah. I'm seeing a couple movies this weekend, so hopefully... No, I'm not seeing anything that's nominated. Whoops. <laughs> I I don't know. I'll probably go home and watch some weird artsy horror movie this tonight and be like, wow, how Whoops. is this not nominated? Suspiria! This, this was made 13 years ago and is in French. Why was this not nominated? Why was it Amelie? Yeah, why, why, <laughs> Amelie, was, I think that was nominated. It probably was nominated. Yeah. It probably did one win whatever year that came out. Yeah. What, what year did Amelie come out? I don't know. I feel it like it was like, like a very like, long time yeah, ago. In like early 2000s, maybe early 90s. Yeah, yeah either like 99 it is or a like good 2002. Movie. It's a very good movie. Everyone has seen that movie. Yeah, that's if like, you like movies and you haven't seen Amelie or um, Bronson, you're not Bronson. you're not doing anything right. Yeah. Oh my god! Now I'm just thinking about Bronson. <laughs> mm, now I'm thinking about Tom Hardy. Ooh. I was just gonna say Tom Hardy. Uh, <laughs> I never saw Venom, no. and I saw this oh, meme. I watched some of it. 
girl (laughs) no wait there was this meme that's like i really liked venom because you know you have these superhero movies where the guy is always ripped and takes his shirt off for no reason and venom is just tom hardy looking like shit it really is it's like tom hardy like throwing up and like yeah like looking sweaty without the sun but whatever god he could i don't care what he looks actually he's just so good Every time I think about Tom Hardy and it's not Bronson, I just think about The Revenant and how pissed I was about it. Why Tom Hardy and Leonardo DiCaprio even got nominated for that movie? That's because they 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 looked at Leo and they're like, "We got to give him an Oscar before he dies," you know. Like he's like in his late forties. What? Yeah, but who? But like, uh, well, after the cerebral palsy quote unquote scene in the Wolf of Wall Street, they're probably like, "Oh, sis." I thought he wasn't too bad at Wolf of Wall Street. Oh my god, he was incredible in Wolf yeah, of Wall Street. I think he would have won if I forgot who else was nominated that year, but like, he would have won. I thought if that was that if, was that was. Wasn't, I think what's this? Uh, Matthew McConaughey was nominated, right, for Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was the movie that came out that year. See, mm-hmm. if that was the movie, I wouldn't have been pissed if Leo won for that role. But the fact that he won for such a ridiculous role, I don't remember if it was this podcast I said it on or I don't remember where I said it, but I'm going to say it again. Leo won an Oscar after his incredible career. He won an Oscar for saying, my son. <laughs> My son. He fell off a cliff. I three times. No, I, no, no, wait. He fell off a cliff three times. Spent eighty percent of that movie dead. And he won an Oscar for the first time in his career. Why? I I think I watched one time. I watched thirty minutes of that movie, and I had to stop because I literally got too cold while watching it. Because it's just like a cold movie, you know? There's so much snow, and it's like, I, I didn't like it. I, like, didn't enjoy it. <laughs> and then there's the CGI, like, bear. Like, what the fuck? Oh, my God, the fight with the bear. Yeah. Iconic. I don't know what the hell was the going on The bear should have won for his performance, <laughs> not not Leo. Oh. Leo didn't do anything. Leo. Did you get to the part where Leo did anything? Because, spoiler alert, there is no part. I got into part where he was, like, fighting, and he fell, yeah, like, he fell off a waterfall or something. He fell three times off yeah. a large building. Oh, I was so pissed. So, well, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> and then remember when his acceptance speech was, like, all about global warming, and I'm like, save us, Leo, save us. Leo, look at you, who are you talking to? Half the people in that room, like, could barely read. <laughs> like, it's... That's why no one can host the Oscars, uh, yeah, Patrick. They don't know how to fucking read. Oh, yeah. What, what, the whole fucking Moonlight uh, La La Land fiasco. Oh, yeah. Steve Harvey, <sighs> the, where are you at? Oh, my God. It's... <laughs> well... I still think about that. It's, it, it's, it's always... For me, it's always fun to watch Hollywood kind of implode on itself, you know? It's always a good time. And there's always a Childish Gambino song that could be written about it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah... So we'll see what happens this year, you know. Um, There's a lot to work with. Yeah, I love live award shows because crazy shit always happens. Always crazy shit. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll see. Um, The last thing that we're kind of going to touch on very quick because it's not, uh, it's nothing really to talk much about, but um, Ariana Grande's album did come out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, everybody that I've asked about it has said that they liked it better than Sweetener. Uh, Pat and I have the same favorite songs on it because that's shocking. Um, I think <laughs> that it was just, eh. I love Ari, but the music that she's putting out is just like, listen, Imagine is the best song that came out this year. So just putting that out there. I, it's just, you know, I think that she does what she does very well. Mm-hmm. You know, she puts out the bangers. I think that, in my opinion, I think that she she's one of those other people who can um, kind of distinguish herself a little more, like sonically, because like I was saying before, you know, Sweetener for me, a lot of the songs I couldn't tell the difference between. And like I like listening to an album where it's I can clearly tell. Like I like albums that contain like almost like multiple genres. You know, it's like 
very different emotions associated with each song. And like this album's good. It's very good. I like it. But like I do kind of get that same feeling for each song, you know, like yeah. like ooh, sexy, dark. I'm I'm dark and dangerous now, you know? It's dangerous. Yeah. And like break up with your girlfriend, like I'm that bitch. Like this song, this album is like, you know, I'm that bitch. Yeah, I I agree, like especially with Thank You Next and then Yeah. Uh, I think it was a lot more like yeah, like I'm that bitch, like I'm who you should be with. Yeah, which I don't mind at all. I just I love that persona. Yeah. For me, honestly, I think lately there hasn't been really any exciting pop albums. Like there's been exciting exciting singles and stuff, but like there's nothing that's been like that I've been like floored by. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. But like, yeah. Music hasn't really done that for me lately. Especially pop music. I mean, yeah, like you said, there are radio hits and I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. I, I fuck with this real hard. But yeah, no, pop music has been kind of like blah. Lately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do have Lana Del Rey's record coming out this month. Well, March, next month. So I'm excited for that. I think, you know, I'm always excited for new Lana Del Rey. Duh. Um, she is one of those people who kind of keeps it fresh. Like she, she always does what she does well but does make it different and like i know a lot of people do say she does sound alike and who am i like <laughs> you know i just said that about ariana grande mm-hmm. but if you look at her, her albums over the like you know over all of them every album has a distinct feel mood and different sound yeah we've said but that also before. yeah but she does it well yeah which, we've definitely said that before about lana yeah. yeah so it's been a it's been quite the whirlwind um yeah. We are both very, I'm on a social media break. Pat hasn't looked on social media in like 10 years. It's just too much work to not be paid for. Yeah. It's, you know. I mean, like I was on a social media break. I stepped off of it for literally 30 seconds, saw something, got mad. And, and, and Pat told me, he's like, this is why. This literally, that is the epitome of social media. Yeah. It's where you go if you want to piss yourself off. Yeah. And I should have known better. Uh, Yeah. So. Did you just say wig? Wig. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying something, and then I'm like, no, I think he said no, wig. Just wig. <laughs> um, before we go, Pat has the information for the song that we're going to play. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> before he before he says it, um, I this is usually the part where I talk about my socials, but like I said, I am on a social media break, and after the things that I saw that got myself mad, I don't think that i'm going to be on it anytime soon so um i will be posting on the rebel hearts page personally everything else will be run by my friend kate uh for the time being so if you see me on social media and it's not the rebel hearts page it's been posted by kate um she'll probably say it's posted by kate but yeah i'm not going to list all my socials because i'm not on them so yeah before we go pat's gonna tell you what you're gonna listen to all right so this episode very fortunate one of my good one of my friends (laughs) one of my friends has who is a singer has released a new song it's called undrunk her name is fletcher everyone go check her out on spotify and go watch her new music video for it it's very good very lucky to have her as a friend she is a queer artist who actually uses female pronouns in her song which is very refreshing i love her sweet girl very talented and i hope you guys enjoy the song because i do what's the song called it's called undrunk oh you said that yeah wow i did say that but (laughs) it's okay for everyone for the people in the back (laughs) go download and stream it give her give her money (laughs) please (laughs) please please give artists money they need it so yeah uh, I'll see you guys at the front. Here is Fletcher. Wish I could get a little undrunk so I couldn't call you at five in the morning. I wouldn't fuck you. Honestly, this party's over. Everyone here should have gone home, but I'm afraid of being sober. Cause the first thing I do when I'm alone is start touching myself to the photos that you used to send me. I should have deleted, but kept it a secret. Is that crazy to do? So I squeeze up the lime on the ice of my drink And the juice hits the cuts of my fingers It still doesn't burn As much as the thought of you Wish I could get a little on drunk So I couldn't call you at 5 in the morning
I could get a little drunk, so I 